Welcome to In the Green Room. I'm Kinga. And I'm Chet. And this is Mark 10. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are going to have a lot of fun on this very hot day in uh, in Phoenix, which are all of them from now on till about October are going to be pretty hot. And uh, speaking of hot, we've got uh, some... We've got Santa in the house. <laughs> we got we've got Santa. Santa. We've got Santa, and it's so hot that he can't wear his Santa suit. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Vacation in uh, Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is truly the real Santa. So everybody out there, let your kids watch the show because we've That's got right. Santa. That's right. And who knew that Santa owned a roofing company? And that I Sa- didn't know that. And that Santa has a son <laughs> and named <right>. Josh. <laughs> he was destroying so many roofs as he'd land on them. <laughs> I came up with a great idea. So we we gotta start with here. We gotta start fixing these roofs. Oh, that's so Santa brilliant. Uh, landed on the rooftops, broke all the tiles, and you guys started a roofing company. That's so smart. And is it called Santa Roofing? <laughs> we should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's their Arizona Roofing Systems. Mm-hmm. So so a local company, yeah. family owned, family everybody in the family works together. Yeah. We have a lot of family that, that works for the company. Not everyone. Right, some, right. Some people were smart enough to go different routes and, and get <laughs> proper educations. <laughs> I love that. And we were we were talking a little bit earlier is that not only are you guys, you know, a family-owned local roofing company, but you guys are kind of state-of-the-art on the, on the edge of technology as far as roofing and solar goes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I don't know about how state-of-the-edge there, but we— well, we definitely do solar our best. sustainable, and we're here saving the planet. Right, one so show at a time. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every house in Arizona should have solar. I oh, know. It's, I know. It yeah. boggles my mind since the '70s when I moved here that we right. don't have solar everywhere. Yeah, and it, it surprises me. I mean, we're we should be the sunshine state. I don't know how Florida got away with uh, that. Right, but, you <laughs> right. Know, it, it's there's it's nonstop sunshine here, but we do. We work a lot with other solar companies, but most recently. Uh, We've been working with a company called Haley Solar. They've, mm-hmm. they've developed and worked with the manufacturers of Eagle and Boral, a solar panel product that can go onto the roof and actually works with the, the current layout of the roof. So it's not, uh, you're not bolting big rectangle solar panels all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it, it's more cosmetically pleasing to the eye? Much more, right. Okay, so that, it's, that's good it's to know. flush with the current tiles. So it okay. looks, and, and, and from our understanding, everything uh, works the same as a regular solar panel, but now cosmetically, it, it, it looks much nicer. Eye. Gotcha. Right. I love gotcha. it. Yeah, I that is it. pretty cool. Wow, and it uh, and it works. Uh, it sounds like it works a lot better with um, the concrete tiles because uh, it's really difficult uh, to, I think, and based on what I understand, is to install those big honking solar panels over tiles and not have any uh, leaking. And so this sounds like it's a much better system uh, to take care of that. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Really, let's address that. So if you have solar panels on your roof, it it does and it makes it where it's more. So you have a, you have a couple dangerous different problems to have there. a leak. Mm-hmm. Well, so a couple of different problems is is one, um, if you put on solar and you don't replace the underlayment underneath the tile, right? Uh, you know, so say you have a solar panel that's rated for twenty, twenty five, thirty years, and you're putting that on your roof that's fifteen years old, you're mm-hmm. gonna have to take those panels off in a couple of years, and that solar company is gonna charge you X amount per panel to remove and reinstall on top of the cost of the roof replacement, mm-hmm. which sometimes it could be more than the roof replacement itself. Wow. It's extremely expensive to, to have the electricians and the solar company, everybody come out, remove, and replace those panels. 
So if you want to get solar, especially, well, really for any roof, right? Because I, I, we just, uh, uh, unfortunately, I didn't know you yet, uh, but uh, <laughs> we, we contracted to do solar about uh, two months ago. We're still in uh, uh, permit process, mm-hmm. um, but we had just gotten our roof redone. Um, so I figured, okay, this is the time to, you know, we got 30-year shingles. I got 25-year um, uh, solar panels, so that sounds like the right time, but um, I think it would have been uh, obviously much more expensive and much more difficult if we would have had a, you know one of the clay tiles or the you know that that that, that type of roofing for sure. Yeah, there's, the, the process is totally different. Asphalt shingles, like you're saying, you have are great. You mm-hmm. Walk all over them. Uh, I mean, you might scuff them up a little bit, right. type of thing. But the tiles, you break them. Uh, depending on what tile manufacturer it's from, that tile is no longer made. Mm-hmm. That color is no longer available. Yeah. Um, is that why that, that where I met you guys, that one house t- took everything off? Was it because it, it was it cosmetic they wanted to go gray? Or was it because that everything was cracked? Or It, it was time was to it? replace their roof, but mm-hmm. they wanted to make a whole change. They, right. So they cosmetically, they said, oh, let's let's update the look of this and make it look nice. Right. Well, I would imagine even just after a few years, those tiles fade. So even if you got the exact same tile five years later, it'd be True. a completely different color. Right. So yeah. they, they fade. And then, on, I mean, we're in the desert. And then monsoon season comes with the mm-hmm. amount of dust that ends up sitting on these. That Not only do they fade, but the dust builds up so much that, I mean, if it's a, if it's a dark brown and then you gotta, you gotta, we're, we're trying to put a different color brown on, um, a- after enough time with all the dust on there, it blends just fine. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So we kind of... I, I want to say out there, uh, people need to really realize that y- you need to be best friends at doctors, roofers, and bartenders. <laughs> yeah, I would have to say, I mean, uh, roofing is such a big deal here. I mean, I, I, was, uh, I worked for a, a remodeling contractor many, many, many years ago, did a lot of roofing jobs. And it's, there's a lot to it. It's, uh, you, you got, you've got to have somebody that you can trust because you can – I've uh, – just before I was doing that, I had my roof done, and you know, three months later, it's leaking. Um, what you had your roof done? And oh, this then you was had a leak? this was thirty years ago. Oh, okay. um, but uh, uh, it was very difficult to you know get it get it fixed, and it wasn't done right the first time. So you guys mm. come with a very high uh, recommendation. So, <laughs> so I want to hear a little bit why your nickname is Santa. Besides your look, isn't it something about your spirit of generosity? She was telling me, but. I didn't hear that the whole story yet. You know, I. Uh, uh, I just yes. love playing Santa. I, it's one of the highlights of my life. You know, I, mm. I never did. Uh, I've grown the hair mm-hmm. and the beard for the last uh, six years. So, oh, so you've but only it, been doing it for about six years? No, I've been doing Santa oh, for uh, long, longer than about that. Thirty years. Oh, 30, but hold on, okay. But you are Santa. You're not yes. doing Santa. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I'm you sorry. You're Santa. That's what yes, I, I am. That's what I'm meant. Kids are listening. Yes. We want them to know you're the real Santa. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, We're not really no, a kid show. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Most of our episodes are like rated PG-13 to R. So uh, I don't know what little kids are watching us. <laughs> but there might watching be some adults wine. that might be crushed. So we'll just. We'll that's just. right. <laughs> well, we 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 love to do it. We love to. Uh, one of the highlights in uh, uh, the Christmas season mm-hmm. is the children. Oh, of course. And uh, it, it's just incredible to see these kids come running up to you with eyes this big, <laughs> with their arms out, and uh, just give you a hug. It's it's yeah. just incredible. And your wife is Mrs. Santa Claus. Yes, Mrs. Claus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and she she loves it. 
she she loves the children. So, yeah, it's been a, a real fun experience. And then you make the elves do the roofing? Yeah, so <laughs> make the, these elves do the roofing. Uh, That's right. That's us to work. But I, I'll tell you this, more along the lines of kind of what you're asking, Chris is, is just uh, – he's a special soul. I mean, he – your dad? Yes. Yeah. And I, now, I mean, I've seen him take homeless people or having a rough time or something. And I, because I, I walk into the house, because I used to live mm-hmm. there, you know, so I just walked right. on in. And uh, I mean, I walked in one day and uh, there was a little family there. I did not recognize them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I walk over to mom, mom, who, who are these, these people? You know, and, uh, so Chris saw him outside the restaurant, their car had broken down mm. and they needed help. So he went and got the stuff to help them fix their car and they had nowhere to stay. They were trying to drive back home, which was somewhere in the Midwest. And uh, I don't know, we kept them there for a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know? Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing, yeah. But he he is just, uh, he, he's kind, maybe to a fault, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, him and my mom both, they uh, the, the love that they have for other people and the kindness that they show is is not found in a lot of people. So it's it's exemplary that they are Very much generous so. and kind, and they spread the love, which we love to recognize here on the show. Well, I think it's important, especially in today's times. You know, if you watch the news, it looks pretty dark, and to have that glimmer of hope, to have mm-hmm. that kindness, to have uh, a connection with people, I think it's 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 so important. It's why Miracles. I think it's why we're here. Mm-hmm. Miracles. It's for it's sure. Definitely part of the miraculous process. No yeah. doubt about that. Well. And that that leads us into, you know, kind of how we uh, take care of the, some of the veterans. Or the veterans uh, uh, had had made a camp in our area, and oh, there's probably about forty veterans. These are homeless veterans. These right? are homeless yep. veterans. Yeah, I know exactly. That's what you're terrible. Talking about. They should yep. be taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that my wife and I did is we went around and we got. Uh, People to donate tents and mm-hmm. food and uh, clothing and things like that. So, and we we would cook. I, I went out and bought <laughs> this big giant pot, and, and uh, we'd take soup out there uh, twice oh. a week. You know, and not only would uh, uh, the vets use it, but a lot of people camping down by the Salt River, they'd come up and mm-hmm. and uh, enjoy the. the so cooking, you, you so. and your wife. Santa and Mrs. Claus uh, are are really being so generous and taking the time to make soup. That that's just really miraculous. I mean, come on, that's, it is. that's amazing. It is. Well, it's it's <clears throat> incredible to go out there and just sit with them and mm-hmm. hear their stories. And yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What do you find is kind of like the the major reason that these you know these veterans are are homeless? Well, a lot of them have. Uh, what is a PTSD? Mm. Yeah, right. really bad mental illness. Yeah, they, they've a lot of them uh, have mental illness. Gotcha. So, uh, and you know, because I'd like to put them to work, I, I'd like to give mm-hmm. them a job. Of course, know? but uh, some of them can't, couldn't do it. Yeah, they just couldn't do it. And I, I've mm-hmm. talked with city officials and things to, you know, see if we can help them, and that. City of Mesa has some real good programs. Oh, really? Yeah, they have uh, some housing programs for them. And, mm-hmm. But uh, they finally dissolved the camp because there's a uh, a lot of issues right. with the camp. Right. So, but uh, yeah, they're all over. We go down 
in the middle of Phoenix sometimes, and we'll get out and visit with a lot of them. And I like to take my grandkids down there and let them, you know, just give them uh, some donations for food. And Absolutely. Things like that. So, I, I think it's very important. I, I uh, have taken my kids down to the, the food uh, uh, banks and have them serve and um, I think it's important to realize, you know, some of us, you know, have are, are very fortunate and very blessed, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that aren't, and yeah. it's on us. It's not on anybody else other than us to go out there and, you know, what try to help as we can. Well, these 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 folks have uh, taken a good part of their life, and uh, you know, I really respect what they've done. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, something well, that you have to mention, Chris uh, Santa. That you were inspired because your dad. Tell tell us about your father. Well, my my father was a veteran, mm-hmm. and uh, he was in the Navy. He was over in Hawaii, and uh, uh, one of the things he uh, did he he dismantled uh, uh, bombs that were dropped that uh, didn't go off. Oh, that and sounds so, like a fun job. Yeah, it was an interesting job. So, uh, is that risky? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little. Is that <laughs> a, sounds like that's a rhetorical question. I think. I, think, so. I, I hope. hope. <laughs> I just want to get some laughing in here. <laughs> yes, yes, it was a, a risky job, but uh, uh, one of the reasons why they picked him is uh, he was pretty steady with his hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, but, uh yeah. you'd have to be. I, I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be. But uh, my my. Uh, father uh, uh, really got me in the red suit business. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. Okay, I was well, just going to ask. Was he Santa the... number one, and yes. then you're the Santa number two? <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. So Santa actually Santa number three. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for his hair to turn. <laughs> okay, right. so Josh, I think you need to gain a little weight. Are you starting to eat more? <laughs> I, I try. I try. Let's few more years. A few more years. He's gonna. Yes. Yeah, he has a built-in excuse if he gains weight. He's like, I'm just training to be Santa. Come on. <laughs> I love it. But actually, for, for the, the New Year's up and coming, it could be the, the thinner Santa. I'm down with that. What, what's the what's the new Christmas Chronicle? Uh, Kurt Russell, right? And, oh yeah, yeah. And there right. we go. Yeah. There we go. We'll, we'll we'll stick to his Santa. Yeah, I like that. Good. I like that. Santa can be in shape. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so Josh, how do you feel about this? You have a lot to. I mean, yeah, you grew your up dad with this, right? It's just uh, this is miraculous that no, he does I, I for I veterans it. and the yeah. children. Uh, how, what's on your bucket list to be more like your dad? Um, you know, I, I I try. So obviously, he has the time to, mm-hmm. to do this. Um, so thanks to him. That's, there we go. That's oh, important. That's important oh. to note, right? Because you're you're working so he can pursue right. these other things, which is amazing. Right. Yeah. And and it, and it works out wonderfully. And and but because of the example he sets and mm-hmm. and the things that he gets to do, obviously I I don't have the time to go out and do those things. But I get to implement that same thought process in in our business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were talking about some stuff on the way up when we run across, we run across a lot of customers who have just been swindled and mm-hmm. cheated and oh, people yeah. have just dealt with them completely. I mean, just such a horrible, dishonest manner, mm-hmm. uh, especially in these older how, how so? Like maybe they've said you need this, this, and that in your roof and so these people, they don't need it? Right. So they show up and they knock on the door and, mm. hey, I can I can coat your flat roof um, and I can do it for $2,000. Oh, that sounds like a good deal. And they go buy paint from Home Depot um, and they just make it look new. And then, oh. you know, or they, oh, yeah, we did the repair. 
and uh, and they don't. You know, they get up there and they just they go make some noise, move some stuff around, and they don't do anything. Um, and you know, so there's several. And how do you find out about that? So we get a call because they they're leaking. You know, they, they say, "Hey, we just had our roof. We can't well, get yeah, enough of the guy." Mon- it might be months before they find out because it they, so rarely yeah, rains. You don't you don't get enough rain. It's and so their numbers disconnected. We can't get a hold of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so we get out there. We look at this. Say, "Oh, mm-hmm. this you need a new roof, or this needs to be done." Oh, that's impossible. It was just done. And you know, well, you know, I'm sorry, but so the neat thing, I'm, what I'm leading into, is because of the things I get to see him do, mm-hmm. and and the way that he behaves and treat other people. That overflows into you know what? Let me let me help you out. Um, mm. Here here's my cost. Why don't you just pay the cost on it? Or they're in a real bad situation. We say you know it's it's a it's a small home. You know a lot of times you, this happens in the um, the mobile home parks. Right. Yeah. Don't don't about the equestrian. Uh, oh yeah. Facility. Um, all right, well, to finish Santa, that. Santa, is that we, where your reindeer lives? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but we, we run into those type of people, and, and you know, on these smaller jobs, we just get up there and we just do it. Say, mm-hmm. we got some extra material. I have some guys I'll send over, and we'll do it. So I get I get to do that type of stuff. And then with this equestrian rants, actually, it was one of our, our other salesmen. Um, and, and the guys that work for us are good guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, we uh, we one of my guys showed up um, to an estimate last week or the week before, and uh, I think this homeowner had six or seven roofing bids. We were the only company that got up there and said, you don't need a roof. You just need some maintenance. Mm-hmm. Do some preventative maintenance really? and this and that. Uh, I mean, I understand you have to make a living, but you need to be honest yeah. doing it. Um, and this this same salesman, his name Todd, Todd Wilson, he actually got a lead to go out and uh, to this equestrian ranch. Um, and it's all charity work. This guy helps with uh, mm-hmm. the kids and does a wonderful, wonderful thing there. Uh, so he called me up and he said, "Hey, uh, here's what's going on over here. What what can we do to help him out?" So I I looked at the pictures, I checked everything out, and I said, well, "Let's let's just give him a roof. Let's just put it on, oh. you know." And it, so it worked. It was a really wonderful thing, and and we didn't expect any exposure from that, but they did. The, the news came out and interviewed us while we were doing the roof, mm-hmm. and you know, okay, so, that so was really you just neat. donated that. We donated that. Okay, yeah. that's a big deal. That's those are the well, what of goes around comes around, about. right? I mean, that that's at least that's what I found in my life, and you know, I. I almost mm-hmm. feel sorry for the people that have, you know, out there trying to run scams and everything because their their lives are not great. They're not going to be bringing good things into their life by doing that. And I've always found that by helping people, by going above and beyond, by being honest, I get 10 times the business. Right. Yeah, I feel like generosity is like the real theme of the episode today. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with that. Okay, we'll I would just agree call with it generosity. That. Christmas, so Christmas generous. in June, right? <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh! There we go. Well, one uh, topic we kind of, you know, we graced on a little bit, but we should talk about a little more is how the homeless issue is getting worse and worse, both mm-hmm. with veterans and just other people that are losing their housing because of rent rates going up and stuff like that. Um, you know, because good Samaritans like you that are helping people. You can only do so much, you know what I mean? Like, I think this is something that needs to come from, like, government-funded homeless housing or something like that. It needs to be, I think, politicians that are helping taking care of this issue because— But it definitely seems like a local politician type of thing because you had said earlier that, you know, Mesa has some good programs. I don't know about Phoenix or the or the West Side, but, I mean, these are people in our community. They live here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're, we're only as strong as our weakest neighbor. Well, and we touched on how many of them, it's a mental illness issue where it's mm-hmm. like, it's not like they're going to actually enter the workforce and start being sustainable on their own. Pe- a lot of these people are people that need help. Absolutely. And, and I think a, a lot of people think that the mental illness means violence and things like that. These people are, 
are debilitated. They're they're. I I would imagine, Chris, you you could speak to this even probably more than I could, but they're most of them aren't violent. They're they're just they can barely function because they've been exactly. they're overwhelmed by what they've seen, what they've done, what they've seen other people do. I, I would imagine. Yep, it's uh, it's really sad, but uh, you know uh, there are organizations out there right now that are that are helping helping these guys that are having these issues. Well, yeah. Can you name one in particular? Uh, can you shout one out? Oh. You have a friend that has a. We, we can do a second show and bring your friend on. But do you know the name of the the organization? Uh, well, for example, uh, Kathy Pierce. Mm-hmm. You know she uh, uh, she has an organization that <laughs> takes care of the vets. Mm-hmm. And isn't her, she running for office? She's running for office. I she thought I saw a big sign on her truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what what is she running for? She's running for the house. In the house. Okay. Yeah. But uh, she's an incredible woman. She's got an organization that, uh, you know, takes care of wounded vets. Mm-hmm. You know, her oh. son was uh, wounded, uh, you know, lost mm. a few limbs. Oh, goodness. And, oh, uh, you know, she's she's been back to Washington. She's, mm. uh, she's done some incredible things. And that's one of the things we do. As Santa, we, uh, uh, we would meet with the veterans at— uh, you know, uh, some of the parties that they'd hold, we take, you know, take their kids on and just have a blast with the kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really nice when when you can spend some time talking to these kids. You know, you go to some of these Santas in the mall. So this is Santa talking with the kids. Right. At the, oh. That's right. I, I love to just hear their, their issues and mm-hmm. their, you know. So you get some time with them. I, I spend time with them, yeah. Nice. So. With, with Mrs. Claus, <laughs> Mrs. and now Josh is the elf. <laughs> I should be the elf, right? I, I think you need to watch that I, the, I, the elf movie. Elf. I, I'm still out there working. <laughs> what, That's right. Who plays the elf in that movie? Uh, Will Ferrell. I think you need to watch that movie. I, I would. And, I would gladly be that in the elf. Uh, I'll take that. Out. Buddy the elf. Yeah, That's right. That's right. I, I think you movie. should join the group. And <laughs> <Yeah. you> should. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But yeah, there's there's lots of organizations out there that are helping. But it comes down. Uh, I don't think the government's going to be able to handle all this. Mm-hmm. It comes out to us individually, mm-hmm. our churches, uh, those type of organizations need to pull together, and they need to help uh, take on some of these issues. Well, I love well, that you say that. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say uh, just how bad it's gone in some like other cities, like in Los Angeles, San Francisco. Uh, a lot of those West Coast cities, like the homeless problem there is like, you know, massive camps of thousands and thousands of people in these downtown areas. Um, and I just don't want that kind of problem to come to Phoenix. I mean, it's starting to happen. If it you, is. It, you know, Phoenix and uh, so, Arizona is a warm place to be, mm-hmm. and particularly in the wintertime. You know, I, I just watched a, a video the other day ago on Seattle is dying. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. the homeless there in Seattle is just—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's just heartbreaking. So yeah, in those cities, you think it's realistic for the government not to get involved? I think it's becoming almost a national security issue for the citizens in those cities. Like it is, yeah. So it, I don't know. It, as well, many good Samaritans and Santas are out there, when there's that big of a homeless population that you know they don't have enough food, they don't have proper sanitation systems and stuff like that. I don't know. I think the government needs to step in and more people need to start talking about this, I think, because we don't want that to start happening to every big city. And it's starting to happen. 
Oh yeah. Well, uh, these people need help. They need help, and I think you're right. I think it's it's got to be both, right? I mean, we we talk mm-hmm. about all the time on the show how we can't just sit and take care of ourselves. Right? We 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 all have a responsibility to our neighbor, to other people, to the people who have you know uh, been injured defending our way of life, uh, and it's important that uh, even if you just put an hour a week, two hours a week into, you know, something other than yourself, mm-hmm. um, man, we could, we could solve a lot of problems. I want to give my mom a little bit of praise because uh, you helped, you said you and uh, Ken helped a homeless person a couple weeks ago oh. that was in downtown Phoenix. Oh, I, You're giving your mom of, props? Where's Chet? Of, what have you done with Chet? Well, <laughs> she was being a good Samaritan. She had a little bit of a Santa vibe to her that day. All right, um, that's cool. Well, but it was somebody that uh, had recently lost, mm-hmm. got evicted because their rent had gone up too much. And they were just, I think, you. what age were they? You tell the story because you were there. <laughs> so I, I was meeting uh, Rachel and Chet and... They're friends uh, for a comedy club, and and uh, we after we parked, the, the, we noticed there was this emaciated, you know, a, a gentleman that was maybe he should have been like two hundred pounds, and he was probably eighty pounds. Oh boy! And, and he, I'm yeah. not kidding; it was literally like skin and bones. And actually, it was my sister that saw him as we were running to be, you know, get get to the show, and she said we have to go back. And then she pulled my arm and made me see him, and I was like, oh yeah, we're coming back. And so when we came back, um, we, well, we, there was a cop and he, we told him to get, um, him, a, him a burger and go get him some food. He's, he, he looks starving. And when we came back, he was eating a burger. Okay. So we were going to go get him food, but he, the cop did go get him a burger. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so then we just talked to him for a little bit and he was really sweet and he was really gentle. I don't want to start crying, but we just gave him some money. We said mm-hmm. we were going to come back, but he was just really, really, you know, a sweet um, very, you could tell he was really smart mm-hmm. and um, just harmless, just so sweet. And he was out there, you know, no shirt. Oh, he had a, he had a cart and 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 just starving. He was starving. Right. So, well, yeah. I mean, like because of inflation, a lot of places housing prices have literally doubled. So those mm-hmm. people that are just on social security and have X number of dollars per month. Their cost of living has literally doubled. What are they supposed to do? Well, there, well, there's a, there was some wild statistic that I read uh, recently where a, a significant, I can't remember what the percentage, but it's more than 50% of the people that are homeless have jobs or have a source of income, um, which is just crazy to me. So we, we decided that we're going to go back and find him. We're going to go see another comedy show and go mm-hmm. look for him. And Because and, I have a friend that hikes uh, my trail that I hike and... He and his wife, um, they live over by the Phoenix Country Club, and apparently there's like a Taco Bell there, and there's a lot of homeless people there. And so they go by there daily and try to talk to the veterans that are homeless. And then they've slowly, like, saying, okay, if I give you this money, we do this, and, you know, go take a shower, go do this. And they've gotten them jobs. Mm-hmm. So, wow. so you can actually make an impact as one person. Uh, but I, I agree that the government needs to step in too, but everybody can do their part. Well, yeah, that was kind of uh, the point I was trying to make is that we should it should be a double pronged approach. Like we should try to do whatever we can on a personal level and do whatever community service you can help people individually like how you did. Um, even if you're going to try to be Santa, go to that far. Do as much as Buy you can. Buy a big pot. Make but soup. Also, <laughs> also yes. you should vote for people that are talking about the homelessness issue that are supporting causes like that veteran mm-hmm. um, 
what was it a charity? It's a it's a veterans organization. Organization, run, okay, yeah. cool. It's run by um, who? By Kathy Pierce. Okay, Kathy sweet. Pierce. So yeah, she sounds like a good politician who cares about these issues. Um, well, and it sounds like you know she's been a, her. You said her son had been you know in the military. I mean that's mm-hmm. that's someone who has mm-hmm. skin in the game. That's someone who is fighting for the right reason and for the right cause. And, she's and passionate that's, about and it, and that's who you want to support. That's right. That's right. It sounds like we so vote for Kathy Pierce. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because another aspect of this homelessness issue that um, is pretty huge is that as heat waves and global warming continue to progress, Mm -hmm. these people that are stuck outside, what are they going to do if there's some 125 degree heat? It's going to be 115 this weekend. Exactly. Yeah. So think about those poor homeless people. It's terrible. I can't even imagine. You know, we we were taking soup uh, one year. Uh, out to the veterans at this camp, and it was snowing out there. Really? And it was cold, and, yeah, this is right here in Mesa, believe it or not. But uh, That yeah. doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. But, uh, yeah, there's there's so many things that you can do, so many things that you can do to reach out and help people. These guys standing on the corner, you know, asking for money, well, you know, you wonder where that money's going sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe going for food. And uh, Well, and you touched on something. That's why sometimes it is better to donate straight to an organization um, mm-hmm. because you know that they're going to use those dollars specifically for lodging or food or something, or medical care for these people. Versus when you hand that guy a 20, you don't know if he's going to buy food with it or go buy a few tall boys. Yeah. I mean, it's still good to be generous and give that person the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But still, just like trying to be wise with your money, sometimes the dollars are better spent with an organization. Well, a lot of times we'll uh, go to restaurants and and uh, we'll see if they've got any extra food. And then we can take it out and just mm-hmm. deliver it. And if people do that, you know, people know people that own restaurants or own fast food places. If they just go and ask them, hey, have you got some stuff that we can distribute? Well, they have so much extra food. They have yeah. so much waste. That's where these homeless go. They well, go to the well. That's where I think that there's. I think some restaurants are. I know a couple that I go. Uh, I frequent. They're not allowed to give it. Supposedly, uh, I think there should be a law uh, changed or made where you they can give all that food to the homeless because mm-hmm. you know it, it's not going to make them sick if it's you know they're eating food off the street. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, there's there's uh, that liability thing. Yeah. Right. Um, it trips trips people up from doing the right thing. But people can still donate, you know. That that's the thing. And these restaurants, they might not be able to give away the food at the end of the day, but they can certainly donate. I think at one point Chris even had Costco. Was it, mm-hmm. Were they donating they were donating loads of food. Well, right. Yeah, they yeah. you know the samples you get at Costco. Well, I uh my wife, mm. Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus knew someone there at Costco and and she uh she got all these samples, mm-hmm. leftover samples, and we were able mm-hmm. to take those out. To, and that's pretty good stuff, some of those samples. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, well see, that's that, what it that's takes. That's really taking the extra mile. You guys mm-hmm. are really doing your, your ge- generosity. This is like saving the planet. One meal at a time. <laughs> well, and it's, you know, there's so many things you can do. I mean, if you don't have a lot of money, you can volunteer for like St. Mary's mm-hmm. Food Banks. There's tons of kitchens mm-hmm. around, and they need as much as they need food and money, they need volunteers. They need St. Mary's uh, Food Bank. Does. Yes, yes, absolutely. We've mm-hmm. been down there many, many times. It is so much fun. Also, St. Vincent de Paul. Yeah, Saint De Paul. Thank you. That's awesome. 
And yeah. it's fun. It's fun to meet those it people. It's fun. fun to see their faces and how thankful they are. And I would say 90% of them, if not more, are grateful and respectful and super nice. I've, I've, I've never had a bad experience going down there and helping people. I, I do a lot with uh, Crisis Nursery, so mm-hmm. donate to Crisis Nursery, and then also uh, Child Health. There we it, go. It's helping abused children, and uh, they need money and help. All of them do. There really is something uh, special, though, about going and spending the time, doing the service mm-hmm. yourself, because when you like see someone's mood and spirit mm-hmm. get lifted in person, it just it's a different experience. I mean, donating your money is also an amazing thing to yep. do, and that generosity— Either way, basically either one you can do, but mm-hmm. you have more of a spiritual connection if you are going and giving service in person, I think. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. It is a spiritual experience. I think, you know, we're all on this planet um, for a lot of different reasons, but if if you're not helping your fellow person, mm-hmm. you, you're not living, I don't I don't think. Yeah, your soul's going to feel empty. If you're right. literally only living for yourself and yes. being selfish— you're going to feel empty inside. That's right. That's the whole meaning of Christmas, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I That's right. Santa, can you, can you add into this in the Elfie? Elfie? I was going to say, I think donating your time, like you're saying, I mean, that's huge. That's, it, it's easy to hand out a 20 or a hundred mm-hmm. or what, but, but showing up somewhere and, yep. and putting the time in. And the other neat thing you can do with donating your time is, and I, I apologize because I can't remember the name at all. Horrible memory. Uh, but, I know my wife, we've got our kids. You can't remember your wife's name? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the organization. Megan, I remember your name. Uh, but we, sorry, that was, that was good that timing, was, Martin. That was, that was good horrible timing. for me. I'm but sorry. We, but we've, we've got the kids, and our kids are young, uh-huh. and we've we brought the kids to, to donate their time, to set mm-hmm. that example. Mm-hmm. Because if, if they get used to it, it's something that they can continue to it's do so on yeah. their own when they're older, or they bring their kids. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's part of doing it's part of the okay family, and so right? what makes me feel happy is i think my both my kids chet and rachel are quite generous and 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 like to volunteer and mm-hmm. and actually give money i remember when he was like whenever i see him we're driving he'll all he'll hand out money and which is really sweet but they did a lot of christian service hours uh with their school and they helped homeless <laughs> and the elderly yep remember, how many hours did you hey, Colin, do how are we doing on time Got about like oh, a little under 20 minutes. Oh, really? Oh, I thought we were. God, it's this been going slow for me. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were like five minutes left. I just want to make sure. But it's good to know. It is good to know. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was it was awesome though that our uh, high school like encouraged. Well, they actually forced us to do service hours. But um, how many hours did you have to do a year? It was like I think it was like a hundred per year. But Mm -hmm. um, wow, yeah, it's just. It's really important to have that spirit of generosity, and I like that that's the theme of our episode today, because mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter. I mean, our show is worldwide, so we have listeners of every religion and stuff. So even if you're not Christian and you don't believe in Santa, it's still important to be generous and loving to your neighbor and mm-hmm. everybody out there. You know what I mean? Um, so. Yeah, I would I would completely agree. It's not, it's not religion-specific for sure. It's just about being good humans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And giving— giving like whether it's time money love mm-hmm. give it away well and and i think that you guys you guys are proof the more you give the more you get the more you receive that's right i love that the you know you uh, give, the more you get well, and we feel like we've really been blessed not only as a family mm-hmm. but uh as a company too right 
And how is uh, it working together? Do you guys ever bicker or fight? Oh, we never fight, do we? <laughs> <laughs> we really don't, though. We, we really never fight. Yeah. I, I just I listen to what Chris has to say, um, and then I ignore it. No, no. <laughs> this is what we want to hear. This is the yeah, stand-up live routine. That's right. We need to get the skinny on Santa. <laughs> Chris is great to work with, honestly. But and, and it, that being said, really he doesn't have to do a whole lot. Um, when when I kind of stepped in, I really did a lot to to take that burden off his shoulders, mm-hmm. and he gets to pursue the things that he wants to pursue. But, but he were you guys to, always equals, like kind of when you started working for him, and then he finally let you take the reins. <laughs> no, actually, I'll tell you how it was. It was you know, I had some health issues, mm-hmm. and I I just asked Josh. I says, Josh, you're going to have to take the reins here, and whether he was ready or not, he took the reins, and he's done a fantastic job. Oh wow! I so I was down at ASU. I was majoring in biochemistry. Oh, oh wow! wow. That's a bit different. Ended up wow. as a roofer. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm beyond grateful for it. Oh, you it, probably have way more time to spend with your family. Oh yeah. For the family yeah. business. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do. I get a lot of time with my family, and my family is that's my number one priority. They're oh, believe important. me, I know that because <laughs> your dad booked you guys for a different Monday, and I don't want to bore you guys with too many details, but he basically uh, booked us, uh, you know, the two of them, and then we were. We were spot on, ready to go, and everything was great. And then uh, we had him on speakerphone, and Josh said, I have a date with my wife, and there's no way I can break that date. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) happen. I love that. And so Chris was trying to, and and he said, nope, she is really excited about this date. We have the whole night Happy wife, happy life. That's it. And and Chris would be in trouble, too. (laughs) Yes, I would be in trouble. I would be in trouble, but he would also be in trouble. (laughs) That's awesome. You know, I'd love to tell you— uh, one of the things that we did last year, it was an in- incredible experience for us. Uh, my wife was introduced to some of the police in our area, mm-hmm. and uh, they kind of found out what we did. And so they come to us and they asked us if we'd take care of a family uh, that had been, it was an abused uh, mm-hmm. situation where the wife was abused and and the kids were. And so we got the opportunity to get a police escort oh, to wow. family, and we got to give them presents and and uh, do all sorts of things. Afterwards, wow. I got a photo of the cops putting me in handcuffs oh. for not wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So that's so awesome. amazing. So people can call you. I'm pretty so sure Santa was exempt yeah. from the mask mandate. I love that. That's funny. That's hilarious. They took him in. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So basically anybody out there that it isn't already doing something, get inspired. Get, get be aware that people need help, and you know if you're helping veterans or abused children, you know you donate your time. Uh, not, it's not only the money, but everybody needs help, and and just get out there and and be good. Like you're such a great well, role model, very Santa. Few, uh, we're so lucky to have you here at the show. Uh, well, you'll receive more blessings than uh, you'll ever. Uh, wow. Yeah, I think that's an important point to make because the the more you give, the more you get. You know, when you when you that's put right. out that positive energy and mm-hmm. you do it with, you know, from the, the from the depth of your heart, you will get mm-hmm. that back tenfold. Uh, and then that it, uh, at least that's been my experience. Mine too. Yeah, and you're going to encounter Scrooge's 
people out there that have that Scrooge spirit and you can't let that dampen your mood or bring you down. If anything, right. you need to try to lift them up to our well, level. Well, if they're in a, if they have a Scrooge spirit, that means they're miserable. They're unhappy. They are suffering. And anything you can do to help them alleviate that suffering uh, just a tiny bit, it's going in your uh, in your karma bucket. <laughs> but you know, we we want to help them exactly. be a Scrooge, right? Because I, everybody always thinks about Scrooge before he became good, right? right? Oh, that, that, every, yes. every time I watch, I tell my kids, I said, "Be a Scrooge," because you know what that means? You became a better person. That mm. means that means you went from being selfish and and greedy and and, and unkind. And you completely changed yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's the nice thing is when we give of our time, we give of ourselves, we can make those people who are Scrooges and realize, hey, you, you can be a better person. Mm-hmm. You can change. You it, can change. I like that you're it, that it, up. Right? It's totally possible. Look at Scrooge mm-hmm. as an old man, right? And that's he true. changed his ways. And so that, that's the neat thing. When I think of Scrooge, mm-hmm. I think of who he became. The evolution. Not who we think. Oh, yeah, I yeah right? That. That's it's, fantastic. Wait, that's a, I think that's one of the uh, best parts of the show because it's so true that you can improve and you can change. And if there's somebody that, you know, you can inspire that is not being generous or maybe they have a lot of money and they're not giving back and they're not sharing. Right. You know, just keep working at it. Yeah. That's right. So Just if you're a, if you're a Scrooge out there and you're unhappy, the Kinga of Christmas Past is coming for you. We're gonna come with Santa and Elfie. That's right. That's right. <laughs> She's coming for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not saying any it. names. There's somebody that I know that Chet's thinking about. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I'll tell you there. I'll tell you there. Kinga knows. <laughs> she knows who's on the naughty list. <laughs> so what's on your bucket list, Santa and Elfie? Elfie. <laughs> can, we, can we use Buddy? Uh, buddy buddy's, uh, buddy's a better name, yeah. What's on her bucket uh, Yeah, what else do you list? want you to, to do? Uh, you know what? I'd love to take a cruise. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, since uh, we don't have to use masks anymore. We need to send uh, Mrs. Claus and I to Alaska. Oh, there you go. My folks went to Alaska. They did the Alaska cruise. That They loved it. And they're not cruise people, but they uh, love the Alaskan one for sure. Well, uh, one, of, one of the things on my bucket list right now is I've been uh, thinking about uh, building a new sleigh. Mm. Okay. And... Uh, Particularly like the one in uh, Christmas Chronicles. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, I haven't know. seen that yet. Although I love Kurt Russell, but I'm not. You better seen it. watch it. Oh, I've heard good. it's really good. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it either. Is it like electric? Is that all green? That's right. This might be a weird question, but have you ever seen the movie Bad Santa? And how do you feel about that movie? I haven't seen that one. <laughs> That's not a real Santa movie. That is not a Christmas movie. Let's talk about, I want to hear about Kurt Russell's Santa. There's already two of those. You guys got to get on it. I know. Uh, yeah. I a sequel. All right. That is a good movie. I, that's, uh, you know, one of my favorite movies at Christmas time is It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. That's a good I love one. that movie. Oh, yeah, movie. that's a good movie. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? You watched it all the time when you were a kid. I mean, that was one I watched like a couple of times. Yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> we watched a lot with it, with your grandparents, yes. Oh, then there's Die Hard. That's a Christmas movie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, Santa, how do you do it? How do you uh, get through the whole world? And, and well, you'll have to watch that movie. Children. Kurt Russell uh, 
uh, did a great job of portraying me. All right, there we go. <laughs> really? So all the secrets yes. were spilled in the yes. Christmas Chronicles. All right, good. When did that come out? I it's in that sleigh. It's been it's been out for a little while, right? It's Both. been out three years. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen the previews, but I have not seen the. So movie. that's why Josh Elfie now, but Buddy. future Santa can be this the skinnier Santa. <laughs> the elves, the elves in that movie aren't very human, but you know, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, but no, that is that's one you should should watch that movie. So, how did you meet Mrs. Claus? Uh, well, I know you've been married how long? Seventeen years. Okay. So, uh, I met Mrs. Claus. I actually met her on a on a single site. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, it, uh, and she wrote me. That's what was amazing. She was looking for somebody that was uh, uh, six foot tall. Mm-hmm. Well, they had to be at least six foot tall. And she couldn't find anybody. And so she lowered, lowered her standards and went down to 5'11". <laughs> and my picture popped up. <laughs> so... <laughs> The rest is history. So she had to lower standards to get Santa. That's messed up. That's a little messed up. (laughs) But it was uh, it was an incredible uh, uh, find for me. So was that an immediate spark? Uh, Yes, it was. I love it. Oh yeah, that's awesome. She's beautiful, actually. Yes. Yeah, she's an incredible woman. She's from the south. you know those southern ladies, man. They're not, they, you don't mess around with them. Oh my so goodness! So how, how many times has Santa been married? Uh, oh, we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one that mattered. <laughs> Just one that mattered. <laughs> yes, but no, it's a it, it. I swear she must have been blind when I married her. Oh. <laughs> you know? Of course, recently, I think she's been getting her vision back. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's... All right. So what's the secret to the Santa success on uh, uh, yeah. a solid relationship for 17 years? Mm-hmm. You respect each other and you love each other every day. You t- I tell my wife at least three times a day how beautiful she is mm-hmm. and how much I love her. And now that's partic- a great tip. That is a great tip. <laughs> yeah, particularly when we go to bed, you know, that's the time to, you know, we have uh, uh, we have our prayers and we have, uh, but that's when I, you know, I'll let her know how much I appreciate it. A little pillow love. talk after the prayers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the that. X-rated version here. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that. No. <laughs> but, Come on, and, it's Santa. And, and, and I do thank well, her. Be the bad Santa. Santa after uh, dark. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she's, she's, she's just an incredible woman. And, you know, she, uh, of course, you know, Josh is my stepson, but, you know, she has raised some incredible kids. Mm-hmm. And she was a single Josh mom. Josh is your stepson? Oh, mm-hmm. That's my mama. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. So That's so sweet. But, I can uh, second everything he says. She is she is uh, the, the kindest soul. She's the cat's meow. And she's so how, as they how absolutely amazing. Two been together? Ever since we got married. So 17 years. <laughs> <laughs> Package deal. Yeah. yeah. So how long did you guys date before you got married? Oh shoot! I think it was about three months. Oh wow! It was three fast. months and boom. So you knew. Yeah. Boom. And and like you, you land know. on the roof, you landed the deal. <laughs> no, I I actually uh, I went to the airport and 
I went to the airport and I'd never met her. And and uh, oh, she I didn't looked, live here. No, she lived in Georgia. Georgia. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, that's right. You said she was a Southern Belle. So I sent I sent her a ticket and uh, she flew down. And I'm looking around. And I'm looking around. Couldn't see her. And I saw this woman uh, bend over to pick up her luggage. And gosh, it'd be nice if that was her. That's awesome. Yeah. That's hilarious, Uh, actually. Sorry you had to hear that, Josh. (laughs) (laughs) Totally fine. The batter Santa. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I said, Josh, and you have a, a sibling? I have lots of siblings. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Right, yeah. So I, How many siblings I, do you have? Um, How many elves are there? <laughs> good grief. So my family is, my wife always says it's not a family tree. It's Family bushes. bush? Yeah, that's so mine. That's know. mine. I'm with I, you. So my biological father had five kids okay. before I was born. And, okay. And then my mom had three before I was born. So it's me and then another. Mm-hmm. And then Chris has two. So I got my step-siblings. And then... So there, there's a bunch of us. So yeah. how many kids? So between uh, you I've, I've got and Mrs. Two. Claus, how many kids do we have? Like eleven? Uh, no, we've got a dozen. Uh, we got five, seven. Right. Well, seven. Yeah. So there's five of you guys. Right. And then we've got. So do they all help got, wrap the pr- Christmas presents? We've, we've got stepkids <laughs> from her, one of her marriages, that claim her as mother. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but. You know what? I don't even look at him as a uh, step. I know you don't. The way you guys speak to each other, yeah, I know it. He's... I can see the love in his eyes when he's <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. lot of love and respect there. There's yes. no doubt about it. Yes. But you know what? He Josh, how old were you when you met your your dad? Your, oh, your Santa. Nineteen. Yeah. yeah okay. Nineteen. I'm mean, literally. Oh, it was. I. I barely on... just met him, and then and then it was. I mean, him. My mom dropped me off at the missionary training center. In Utah to mm-hmm. go on my mission, and you know, see ya. Hey, nice new dad. I'm, I'm, <laughs> see you in you know, two years. Yeah, that was, you know, so that was it, and, and I was gone. And then I came back home. Here, so. yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. Now, did you live in Georgia too at the time? I no, I actually moved to Utah. So we okay. we grew up in Georgia, and then we moved all around. But gotcha. I wanted to. I had some family and friends that moved to Utah, so I wanted okay. to go. Now, this go might there. be a very Snowboard. silly question. You're both Mormons. I have a lot of Mormon friends. I love Mormon people. One of my—actually, my only boyfriend before my husband was Mormon, but he actually drank, but his his dad drank, but his mom didn't drink at all, and the sisters didn't drink. And I think that's called the Jack Mormon. Have that's because they don't know Jack about Mormonism. <laughs> <laughs> so this is—I mean, this, I'm putting you on the spot, but uh, have, you got, have you ever had a sip of alcohol? Have you ever had a drink? Did you? Like, are, they, are you allowed time? to disclose that? <laughs> 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 this part's going to go viral, <laughs> and then the roofing business is going to go. <laughs> I, I I tried it as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did okay. you know, one 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 time, but that was. But you didn't yeah, inhale. But I do. I <laughs> I never breathed it all the way. Out. Um, you know, it's funny, but for me personally, I my so on my dad's side, I come from a long line of of alcoholics. Okay. Um, okay. So I, you know, I, I, of course, you're a teenager, so you're, oh, yeah, I got to try it, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. um, I never had the desire. Even then, it was just, I was with friends who were like, just do it, you know, and, and I did. What I was are like, you, like, chicken? Peer pressure, which never really bothered me, but I was like, oh, you know, I, and, but it, uh, so yeah, I, I, I've tried it. I didn't, I can't say I got drunk or anything, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. 
I, I've never also had the desire, you know, I've never had the desire to smoke or drink or, or do any of the, uh, the things that aren't normally associated with members right. of the church. Sure. You know, and sure. what about Santa? Does Santa have a little cocktail with his, Mrs. Claus? Oh, no, no, I'm, uh, it's not that I haven't, uh, have you ever? I think I might have had a <laughs> long time ago. Right, right. Long time ago. Well, anyway, I just was curious about that. Not a... We we learned from the error of our ways. Yes. A... <laughs> <laughs> so That's the, really the only way to do it. I don't know. It. Just, it. I would just say that uh, we're just a loving, judgment-free zone. So, you know, right. whether you're a drinker or not, you know, as long as you're loving your life mm-hmm. and, you know, not harming you. You know, we encourage whatever side of the path you take. You Absolutely. Know? Everybody has their own path. Everybody, yeah. that's that's what we're about. Is There's no one right way to do want. anything. This exactly. is about, that's what freedom really is. Yeah, right. And, and we don't that. have to judge other people because of what exactly. they do, you know. And, exactly. and it's funny, my dad, my biological father, when I'd go visit him in the summers, um, I mean, he, like I said, he was alcoholic. Mm-hmm. He drank and smoked all the time. And and it's funny, even though I, mm-hmm. I don't do those things, I still, when I smell a cigarette, you, you think know, of him. I think of yeah, him, yeah, right? You of know, course. so, but, and, and it was never, it's never a judgment thing. You We're know, I, I got, he just passed away last year. Oh, gotcha. yeah. Sorry to hear so, that. Sorry I appreciate that. that. Um, oh, and, uh, but, um, so I, like I got, I got my other dad here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh. pretty awesome. Oh. But, that's pretty uh, awesome. you know, it, it, you're right. It's, it's judgment free. We it's all, we all take our own path. And that's, that's the neat thing. Well, we, to me, if you, if you're judging, you're not loving. You know, if you're fearful or if you're, you know, judging and you're angry, you're really not loving. Right. So, you know, if you're, if you have a big set of rules and your rules aren't what somebody else's rules are, you're judging mm-hmm. and judging isn't loving. Yeah. Judging is, is the prerequisite to suffering. Mm-hmm. That's what I've found. Mm-hmm. Right. If yes. you're judging everybody, you're probably judging yourself pretty harshly. Yeah. You, you see that in a lot of people. Um, you know, yes. you do. You see that Absolutely. a lot. And, it, and if you just understand that people are in their own environment doing their own thing living their own life mm-hmm. and you just you love them that's yeah. my my mom my mom always mm-hmm. says that i mean because we have some you know we, we we run into situations with the things they do and the people that we're around and uh my mom just says well, just just love them through it just love them through it all right well, it's, it's about time it. that's, that's right great. i love that i love so it. how do love people get a hold of you josh Yes, we want we want we want your roofing company to be the yes. top roofing company in the world. Is that right? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I mean, you can always give us a call. Um, give us our phone number. Get, what's the company? The four eight zero two one eight eighty eight eighty eight. Right, you and your website azroofingsystems dot com. Thank you. So you can reach out to us on any of those. Um, Do you have a second roofing company? I thought. Yeah, we got like a sister company called <laughs> yeah. the Roofing Company. Okay. That's um, right. But if okay. you just reach out to Arizona Roofing, we. We get you all covered there. Wonderful. Right. And people, yeah. if they want a sustainable solar, uh, save the planet roof, they can get right. So they can, you, get, they can get a hold. Yeah, they can get a hold of us, you. and we okay, can perfect. we can okay. introduce them to Haley Solar if they have a tile roof, and some other solar companies if they have other types of roofs. Depending on what you have, you you go different places. Absolutely, find the best. Right. And, all right. And Santa, how do you find out if people are naughty or nice? How do you know if, <laughs> if I'm getting a gift or not this Christmas? <laughs> if they don't sign our contract. <laughs> <laughs> He can see everything, so you're already on the naughty list. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're wrapping it up now. Thank you for listening. We are in the green room. Green. You can see us on all the podcast channels. Uh, all over the world. We're ubiquitous. Uh, we're we, ubiquitous. <laughs> we're so ubiquitous. That's King's favorite word. Uh, also, listen for music at Deep Chatty Music, and uh, if you if you want, yes is more fun.
Yesismorefun.com. And Junk the Band. That's right. We well, go. they'll find Junk the Band. And in closing, Santa, you have to give us uh, one last word yeah, of what, what advice. What advice for, do you have for so the listeners a, at the very end of this craziness? Ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Merry Christmas! <laughs> and be generous. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you, everybody. We're out.